Hey, this is Courtney James Clark from Jurassic World, and you're listening to Atomic Geekdom. Atomic Geekdom Podcast. My name is Dave. Joining me at this moment is Jenny. Hello, hello. And joining us in a few seconds will be Matt from Two Broke Geeks. You can find them on Twitter at two, the number two, BG Pod. And find them on iTunes. They're also on our website, TomGeekdom.com. Subscribe. They're awesome. Uh, but tonight, we have a special guest on the show. We're going to talk all things cosplay with our good friend Ashley. Uh, she's based out of LA, so she's been to a lot of those kind of cons that Jenny goes to. Yes, we've probably crossed paths. Uh, probably more often than you even know. I know! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so without any delay, here is our interview with Ashley. Joining us today on the podcast to talk all things cosplay, since we've been wanting to do a cosplay episode forever, maybe 86 episodes ago. Uh, is is a woman who has done cosplay for Batgirl, Spider-Gwen, Black Cat, Tinkerbell, Harley Quinn, Black Canary, <laughs> Ray, Ariel, Togepi, so many more. I and... was about to say, is this Togepi? <laughs> yes, it's Togepi. Battle Princess Ninja Togepi is what I like to call it. <laughs> there you go. That's a mouthful. Uh, this is Ashley joining us. Hi, Ashley. Hi, how are you? Uh, we're great. Uh, we're we're very happy you had some time to join us. Uh, I'm sure you're. Well, thanks for having me. This is exciting. <laughs> um, for you know, for people that we have on the podcast, the first question we like to ask to get out of the way is, "What is your your geek cred? Like, what what makes you a geek? Um, obviously, you cosplay, so there's that. Uh, but what else outside of the cosplay do you like to enjoy? Like comic books, video games, that kind of stuff. Yeah, pretty much all of the above. Um, I was a huge bookworm growing up, so I was super into Harry Potter, hence my username, Lost Weasley Child. <laughs> um, so Harry Potter is like my my geek thing, I guess. Uh, I always beat my friends at Harry Potter trivia. Um, but yeah, I like comic books. I just recently started uh, getting back into video games. I don't have my own console, but I go over to my boyfriend's house and play. Um, <laughs> But yeah, um, the all the new TV shows that are coming out, like DC, you know, Arrow, Flash, uh, all this stuff, like pretty you name it, like I'm probably into it. <laughs> all right, go well, good, good. Then uh, I think we're all on the same page, except Jenny doesn't watch any of the the CW shows. Uh, so. I, I, maybe one day, maybe one day. I'm more of the dark and gory. Oh, <laughs> uh, like Walking Dead. Oh, I'm a big Walking Dead, Ash versus the Evil Dead, any horror movie, that sort of stuff. Cool. Yeah, I'm really into Walking Dead, but most of the horror stuff I'm, like, not super into, but Walking <laughs> Dead is my thing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so, I, uh, the first question to ask is, what got you into cosplay to begin with? So, I pretty much had a few friends in college who... They were costume majors in my uh, theater department, and they were making all these really cool costumes, and they were more into, like, anime and stuff, but they were like, yeah, we go to conventions, and we dress up like our favorite characters, and we, like, do photo shoots and just hang out, and we meet all these cool people. I was like, oh, that looks, like, pretty legit. Like, I want (laughs) to do that. So my, I actually had one of my friends help me make a uh, femme Hawkeye, and (laughs) bought, like, a like a Goodwill black, like, snow vest, and then we put stuff on it to make it look like Hawkeye. (laughs) And it was okay, but then I somehow randomly lost, like, five or ten pounds, so it didn't fit anymore, and I didn't know how to alter it at the time. So it's in my closet waiting to get fixed. But then after that, I saw the the Bombshell variant covers for DC, and I saw Bombshell Harley Quinn. I was like, oh, my God, I love Harley Quinn. I love this design. I have half the stuff already. I can like sew two bras together. How hard can that be? 
And I went to Kamikaze 2014, and I just had the time of my life. It was so cool, but also really overwhelming getting, like, bombarded by photographers all day. Um, I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> that, was, that was your first real con experience? That was my first real con experience. And then April of this year, when I went to WonderCon, um, I, my boyfriend, I convinced my, well, I had gotten my boyfriend a aero mask from the TV show, and he was super convinced that he wanted the whole costume and he wanted to cosplay. So then I put together a couple different Black Canary versions, uh, one from the TV show and one from the comics. And I got like my first real taste of what it is to like go to a convention like mainly for cosplay, but also for, you know, the, the normal comic convention experience of mm-hmm. like the artists and the comic books and all the, the retailers. Mm-hmm. But after WonderCon, I was like, I, I'm like really into this. I kind of want to do this like for as long as I can. It's more than just a hobby. So uh, here we are today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the I should say that the uh, the the way I ran into your cosplay and, and your 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 Instagram was Jenny was actually at Kamikaze and I think she took a picture of you or I can't remember exactly how but she was there so that's I think oh how, this year uh, uh, this both. year last year and at WonderCon so we've probably crossed oh. paths a bit <laughs> oh man that's so crazy <laughs> yeah Jenny lives out that way so. Well, okay. Now, now you have to come say hi to me if I see you, because totally. I, <laughs> yeah, honestly, you see so many people at conventions. There's just like thousands of people, and I constantly run into the same photographers at conventions. But I don't recognize them, but I recognize their business cards. <laughs> so then they give me their business card. I'm like, bro, I've shot with you like five times. Like, don't don't waste your cards on me. I have like twenty at home. <laughs> Okay, this is a good opportunity because we've just started going to conventions as press, and it's it's a weird thing to to you know take a picture of somebody in their cosplay and then just here's a business card and then never hear from them again. Like, what what do you yeah uh, as the cosplayer? What do you expect out of that interaction? Um, pretty much. If I have a photographer, they ask me for a photo. I take the photo. We exchange business cards because I have business cards myself. So mainly, um, I would, I guess, prefer if a photographer, um, you know, if they post it on their Facebook or their Instagram, if they tag the cosplayer, um, because a lot of the times, well, when I first started, I had time to like stock Flickr and Instagram under all the hashtags, but I don't have that kind of time anymore. Like I'm working full time and making costumes on the side. So I don't have a lot of time to try and find myself. So it's really helpful when a photographer will um, not even like reach out to you and be like, Oh, Hey, I did this thing. Like, here you go. Just like a, Hey, I took a picture of this cosplayer. Here it is. And then we'll be able to see it because of the notifications. So mm-hmm. that's usually how I see photos from photographers that um, I don't know on like a personal friendship level. Cause a lot of photographers, um, well, not a lot. There's a few that um, I do have a friendship with and, you know, we'll shoot all the time and I know to like look at their, um, their pages on certain times or they'll automatically tag me or they'll text me and be like, Hey, your photos are up. So <laughs> well, we'll make sure, <laughs> we'll make sure you and Jenny get connected at every convention that we guys, we, we go to. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I, I know. Right. I think it's cool too, that uh, what you said, cause I know the first few cons that I ever went to, I went, I went to the big one, you know, for my first one. So mine, my first was San Diego and oh my gosh. it's so nerve wracking when you're when you're just walking the floor. You see amazing costumes, and you see everybody taking pictures. So you snap your picture real fast and you run. And then when you get done, you're like, "Who is that?" And you start. The more you go, you start recognizing the same people doing even more and more elaborate costumes each time. Yeah, but, um, exactly. It, it, it for the newbies, I think it's good to hear that you know not to be afraid. Approach the cosplayer, ask for their card, and just you know throw a tag on your Instagram photo or something. I think that's awesome. I don't think a lot of people embrace that or even know like it's kind of the, what they should do. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree. I actually just experienced that um, this weekend. It was um, the people who run Anime Expo at the LA Convention Center. Um, they did a cosplay expo uh and it was in like it was up in LA and it was at this beautiful Japanese garden 
And it was pretty small. It was very low-key, low laid back. It was really just for photography purposes, and there were a couple panels. But there was, like, no shopping, no vendors, no anything. It was literally just for hmm. the the Japanese garden, which was really cool because I got to bring my togepi back out because I only wore it for a few hours at Kamikaze. So there were a lot of, you know, younger, newer photographers who were just kind of walking around and not sure what to do with themselves. And so me and my cosplay friends, it was like, you know, they, they don't need to be afraid to like come up and say, hey, can I get a picture? Like, I know it's kind of awkward at first. I tried doing that at BluesCon when I went <laughs> and it, I was just so nervous. I was like, oh, these things are so cool. I don't want to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, honestly, like if the photographer, like it's, it's like, you know, ordering a pizza on the phone and you get really nervous. It's the same thing. Like you go up to a photographer who looks or a, a cosplayer who looks really cool. And you're like, I don't know what to say. Just like word bomb it. Like, can I take a picture? Like most, most of the time they're going to say yes. But sometimes, you know, we might be running to go get food because we're going to pass out or we're just <laughs> like going to go meet up with that. That's happened many times. And I always feel bad. But I mean, it happens. We go to cons and we don't really get a lot of time to do anything sometimes <laughs> sure yeah it's yeah. uh i've recently had the experience of like i'll be in a panel and i'll see a cool costume and i'm like well they're just here to watch the panel i don't want to bother them and it's like do i ask them between panels or like you know like they're just there to relax for a minute yeah definitely um i've only gone to a couple panels um mainly because i i like walking around and seeing all the cosplayers and all the people and the exhibition floor is like my favorite. So when I didn't really get a lot of time at Kamikaze to go in the exhibition halls, I was really disappointed. But at the same time, I heard it kind of sucked this year. So I wasn't too disappointed. <laughs> Jenny? <laughs> I, I Yeah. I mean, they're starting to vamp up. I mean, panel-wise. It was the layout, kept... I think. Yes. the lay And you know what? They kept changing where things were. Like, <laughs> I missed. Like, yeah. I, I only wanted to see and one they... panel. And I ran yeah, to it, and, he, and then like, no, it's on the other side. And then when I, the time oh I ran back to the other side of the convention, it was already done. And I was like, what the? Ugh. But it was the same where they had like the cosplay corner. It wasn't yeah. all in that area. They had a good portion, but then it was intermixed with the the drawing art, like the comic artists, and then some just off on the random floor. Like it, it was weird their setup this year. Yeah, and I think it's mainly because they double booked conventions this year. Because if you saw in, like, the main hall where it's got that huge lobby where last year they had, like, the giant Baymax and all that stuff, um, that was um, Obesity Week 2015. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> no, we kept seeing the, the banners for that and we're like, this is right? interesting. <laughs> no, I walked up to that part of the convention center because that's where I knew where to go. And there was nobody there. And I'm in full decked out Batgirl. And I'm like did I miss kamikaze? Was it last weekend? Is it next weekend? Like, is this my high school nightmare come to life? <laughs> I was so confused, but luckily I ran into a friend who was in decked out spider Gwen. And she was like, yeah, it's actually on the other side here. We'll show you. There's just the most I did the same awkward thing. thing. I, yeah, I went into that same big entrance because that's where all the activity was last year and it was empty. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, okay. So you go running to the other side and it was, it wasn't laid out well this year. I'll totally agree no, with you on that. Not at all. Cause on Friday I spent most of my time in that area with like the, the main, uh, the hot topic main stage and all the cosplayers and like photographer booths. And I was really confused. I was like, where are the things to buy? Like I want prints. I want, comic books i want these all i want things to have in my room where can i find them and i mean it was like nice to go see my friends who had their boots but at the same time because i had so much such limited time that saturday when i was finally able to go into the other part of the exhibition hall i only had an hour and i was rushing around trying to see everything so just kind of a really interesting experience <laughs> Um, Are you excited, though, that they're moving uh, WonderCon up to the L.A. Convention Center next year? I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm like on the fence because it was so great at Anaheim Convention Center. And the fact that security there is pretty good. Um, 
And I think this year you had to have a badge to get anywhere near the convention center, which I personally liked because we had issues at um, at Kamikaze with non-guests kind of like intruding on cosplayers and being like really um, belligerent and like one of them like like smacked one of my friend's butts and it was just a really bad kind of experience. It's like, where is security? Like, why are they not looking out for the people of this convention so that was we, a big issue we noticed a little bit of that on um on saturday and mm-hmm. not to put down la kings fans but it was like the moment the game got out there was yeah. a lot of the players like started running for the inside because it, it was obnoxious out on the outside yeah i mean luckily i left at like one thirty at like one thirty on saturday and sunday so I didn't deal with too many, like, outside convention people, but it's right next to Staples Center. You're going to have rowdy, you know, sports fans, and they're going to see people and, you know, sometimes revealing cosplays, and they're going to think that it's okay to, like, say rude or mean things to them, and it's not. And it's just kind of really disappointing that the convention center would let something like that happen. So, but I guess the good thing about it being in L.A. is that there's going to be ample parking. Because it's LA. <laughs> right. Do do you find though it's it's pretty awesome about how accepting the cons have become just for cosplay? I know a lot oh, of people that I know go to the definitely. cons and they'll walk the floor and you know they'll find buy some prints, but they majority go there just to walk around to see what people do with their costumes. Yeah, definitely. I think it's in just this past year, it's become so mainstream. I mean. Uh, Yaya Han was doing an interview in Playboy magazine about cosplay. Like it's becoming a pretty well-known thing now. And when people, you know, discover that you do cosplay on the side, so like you kind of have your secret identity, they're like, "Oh, like I've seen that. Oh yeah, I saw this person do that one time. Uh, can you make my Halloween costume?" Um, <laughs> that's that's always the first question. It's very sweet, but. <laughs> Yeah, that was that's always fun. But um, yeah, and the community itself is just so, so awesome and caring and it's very close knit and we're very much like a family, I feel like. It seems like it. Matt, Matt's a a cosplayer in his his alternate life. Oh, yeah. True story. Yeah, I am. (laughs) And uh, I'm actually just sitting here trying to figure out who made a lot of your stuff. I'm trying to see if I can guess where a lot of it came from because uh, I spend, you know, inordinate amount of time on the replica prop forum and on the Brotherhood of the Bat and um, creeping around Instagram on different uh, artists' uh, pages. And so I'm just like, uh, I have some friends that run a business called tiger stone effects and they make Mm -hmm. really great face masks and everything. And so, um, I'm just, you know, looking at some of your stuff going, okay, some of this is starting to look a little bit familiar to me. Um, just from all the stuff, you know, all the time I spend like your, your back girl cowl. I don't see too many of those. Um, which is pretty exciting. I love it when I see a good Batgirl cowl just because... They're hard to come by, definitely. They are really <laughs> hard to come by. I can only think of three artists off the top of my head that actually make them. Um, they're not like Batman cowls where you can just you know stumble over them. There are so many. And then I'm like, ooh, really good Batgirl cowl. I like this a lot. So, <laughs> Um, yeah, that was, that was, that was a diamond in the rough. I found that through, um, Mm -hmm. there's like a Facebook page and people pretty Mm -hmm. much sell like their lightly used or, um, unused cosplay things. And someone was selling a Batgirl cowl by Hero Mm -hmm. Wears Creations. Yep. So I saw it and (laughs) yeah, I got the price and I was just like, this is like a really good deal. So when I when I got the cowl, I was like, okay, awesome. I'm just going to throw together a Batgirl cosplay for um, a convention that I was um, a guest at in Palm Springs. So my Batgirl cosplay, I threw together in like a few days, and it was insane. Yeah, it's really awesome. It is, yeah, it's, <laughs> Thank you. it's my favorite. Your Batgirl cosplay is amazing. Yeah. 
It's so weird I that love, people have yeah. like really, even when I was posting progress pictures, people were really digging Batgirl more than Spider Gwen, which is like, mm. you know, the big thing normally when I when I started is, you know, Spider Gwen was what kind of got me to a little more popularity, I guess. But then Batgirl came along and people were just freaking out, and I'm like, guys, <laughs> calm down, like. I, I just well, threw like, like leggings they... and a leotard together. <laughs> yeah, but people like it because you don't you don't see it as much. Like you go to a con now and you see quite a few Spider Gwens. It's become a really mm-hmm. really popular cosplay since the character was introduced. But for some reason, you know, you look around and you just don't see too many people dressed as Batgirl, and it's so. Um, and I think that, that character think that character is important yeah. to a lot of people, so I think it kind of touches a nerve yes. for a lot of people. So yeah. I want to ask, what? How do you decide which cos- cosplay you're going to do next? Well, when I first started, I pretty much had been leaning towards characters that I had a really like deep emotional connection with, like Harley Quinn. I I could talk for hours about how three-dimensional Harley Quinn can be with her background and how she is with the Joker, whereas most of the time she's portrayed as, like, the the bimbo sidekick, which, you know, whatever. But <laughs> I have a lot of Harley Quinn feels. Harley Quinn is my baby. Um, so I that's what really got me to do the bombshell design, and also because I had a lot of the things already. So um, it, it definitely is more of like characters that I really identify with and that I really love. And sometimes it, sometimes there's issues. Like I fell in love with Mikasa from attack on Titan and she's Asian and I'm (laughs) very, very white. So I, I was like, I have to do Mikasa. Like I have, I have such a need to like cosplay as Mikasa, but I'm, I was so nervous about doing it. I, I was like, people are going to like get mad at me saying I'm appropriating Asian culture, but I've gotten really positive responses on Mikasa too. And I'm, that was awesome. Cause I love Mikasa. She's such a badass. <laughs> but yeah. And then also just like designs as well, like how things look. So my, I don't know if you guys saw the um, Harley Quinn and Jinx from League of Legends crossover I did. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so a lot of my friends have been telling me, oh, yeah, if you love Harley Quinn, you'll really love Jinx from League of Legends. And I didn't play the video games that much. I had seen some stuff on YouTube. Um, My boyfriend told me a little bit about it, but I didn't feel comfortable cosplaying as a character that I didn't know much about her origins or the game that she was a part of. So I was just like, I like the design and I like Harley Quinn, so I'm just going to put them together. (laughs) (laughs) I I respect that you you really want to have a, a feeling or an emotional grab to the character because I've always kind of wondered, are you wearing this costume because you really like the character or because you think it's going to get you attention? You know what I mean? Uh, I don't, I don't, I honestly, I don't do any of this to like get attention or get followers. Mm-hmm. Like they kind of just came along and that's great, but I'm doing this for fun. Like, yeah. And it just kind of turned out to be more than a hobby for me. Sure. Um, it's kind of like my my secret life, my second <laughs> life. And it's taken up an entire wall in my room. <laughs> it, it, the, all of my cosplay has grown too big for the side of my closet. So now it's on a um, a clothing rack in my room. And it's, and it's still getting too big because <laughs> I keep working <laughs> on new things. But, I mean, again, you know followers are great. I love my followers. Um, you know, I'm going to say 99.9% of them are amazing. Sometimes you get creepy people. Sometimes you get mean people, but that, that comes along, you know, haters going to hate, put your hater shades on. (laughs) Totally. Um, (laughs) but yeah. And it's, it's really interesting to see how people treat you over the internet. Um, when you, are at like you know 9400 followers on instagram and they think that it's okay to say these kind of really creepy things to you just I'd because like, you're a person on the internet yeah actually if you could i saw an interaction you just posted about on facebook yeah. um, about a, a particular <laughs> gentleman i i thought that was that was great does that i mean you probably get a lot of that kind of thing i mean if you want to describe it you can um, i mean there there are comments, you know, like, oh, that's sexy, that's hot. You know what? Like, those comments don't take much thought to put into it, so they don't really concern me. But when someone says something that 
um, intrusive, mm-hmm. it, it, it has a profound effect on you and it kind of sits with you. And I tried to report the comment and it wasn't going away. So I was like, well, I'm going to deal with it in a way that I saw another cosplayer deal with it. And the internet is such an easy thing. I was, you know, able to find this guy's information in about 30 seconds. And I was like, I'm just going to, I'm going to take screenshots and I'm going to do this. I'm going to send this info to his mom (laughs) and see what happens. But unfortunately the guy, I, I told the guy, I was like, okay, cool. Thanks. This really interesting comment. I shared it with your mom. Hope you don't mind. And he got kind of sassy with me. It was like, oh, I'm grown. What What's she going to do? So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, someone's not getting the hint. Someone's having a little bit of attitude. So I was like, well, let me just share this with my smaller fan base on Facebook. And the response was just really great. It made me feel so much better about my choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought <laughs> it was. was just like, what? It was a good move, I think. Thank you. Yeah, I I did unfortunately have one person kind of kind of attack me through my messages and on comments, but I just deleted it. I didn't want to deal with it. I I feel like I did not the right thing, but there were multiple things I could have done and I think that was a a pretty cool choice I made. <laughs> so, I'm really interested to see if those comments will continue because I Hey, if it's something that you don't want said to like your mom or your sister or your girlfriend or your wife, then don't say it because I can get them to see it. (laughs) (laughs) I love that like whole philosophy in general because on, you know, message boards and such, everybody believes that nobody really knows the true them anyways. So it's not really them saying it and they can get away with anything. And I think that's why there's so much ugliness, but then there's also so much good on the internet. Um, exactly. So and that, that's you what basically, always... Yeah. You basically showed them that, yeah, you know, I know who you are, you know, so you're, you're, you're not, yeah. If you put that much information about through hashtags on your Instagram, it's going to be easy mm-hmm. to find you on Facebook, especially when you have the same profile picture in both profiles. So, <laughs> and you have all of your information public, including your family members. Like, it's yeah, a good that's... thing I'm not a crazy stalker, right? Or else that would have turned into a nasty situation. But I just decided to try and approach the situation calmly. I sent um, a pretty, um, not low key, but a very level message to the mother, and just said, you know. Your son said this. I found it really intrusive and uh, inappropriate. Like, I hope you would talk to him, have a lovely day, and just kind of left it at that. Um, so that should make Thanksgiving interesting this year. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, do you well, find it's uh, harder to do? You, do you feel like things like that help or persuade you to for different cosplay costumes that you might have in mind? Like, you might not push the envelope as much to avoid those or well, the thing throw is, caution the to the wind. Comment, the original comment was made on a Batgirl post and I'm fully clothed in that. So it's not mm. anything that I'm doing by revealing anything in my body. And honestly, my cosplays, yes, I, I will show my stomach in some, but you can see worse in a Victoria's Secret magazine. Like I honestly don't show that much, you know? Like a bathing suit, a bathing suit shows more than what I show in my cosplays, and that's a, a a lot of them is true to the design. And I'm not, I'm not, you know, trying to do it on purpose. Whereas with with my togepi, it was an original design, and I had this idea in my head, and it just kind of turned into this kind of cool ripped up thing, and I went with it, and I was confident in it, and that's the main reason why I started cosplaying. Like it made me feel good about myself. It made me feel confident. That's that's good to hear. Just for, and the only reason I asked it is I have a friend that does drawings, and a lot of her drawings mm-hmm. are very very sensual and such. And she'll post them online, and she'd gotten a lot a lot of hits from just idiotic question, you know, statements that were super insulting. And she started handing back a little bit on her drawings, and I'm like, no, man, your your drawings are awesome. You got to keep going. So it's, mm-hmm. it's good Honestly, to hear that, like, that you with, keep with- cranking through. Thank you. But, you know, it's like if it makes you feel good, if, you know, you're not hurting anybody by doing it, like, just do it. Like, that's why that's exactly why I'm cosplaying. It's fun. 
It makes me feel good about myself. I've met so many amazing people through it. Like if you want to draw, you know, sensual things, cause that's what you want to do. Like do it. Like if you want to, and that's not to like shame people, you know, Victoria's Secret models or girls who do model, you know, barely clothed, like you do you like who who's right. to say what makes you feel good about yourself, you know? Like yeah, somebody no one the... should have a say in what makes you happy, pretty much. Yeah, somebody <laughs> like the guy that commented on yours, it's they shouldn't even get attention, you know. They're it's so pointless. And it's great to hear that, you know, you don't let that get you down. You just keep going and because it, it makes the art even better. You know, it it you don't have any limitations and you can do exactly what you feel you need to do for that. That is a great way of describing it. That made me feel so much better. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I want to ask, can I go back to what you're saying about Harley Quinn? Uh, Are you excited for Suicide Squad? Um, You know what? I am still on the fence. I saw the trailer and um, the acting that, that Margot Robbie is doing as Harley Quinn. I really like it. I think, like as from an actor's point of view, because I'm also an actor, I think you know she's going to do a great job from what I've seen in the trailers. Um, the costume design, on the other hand, I'm not so into. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know that in I know that in some comic book variations, Harley Quinn is in um, red and blue, which is fine. It's mostly red and blue, but. I guess my kind of OCD problem with the Suicide Squad costume is that it, there's such a large piece of white in the clothing that she kind of just looks like the 4th of July. Like they got something in a 4th of July clearance section. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, I that that design I can't deal with and sparkly booty shorts don't, don't sit well with me when it comes to <laughs> Harley Quinn. Dave, I told you. I, he would not listen to me. This is a a, right? a sore spot on this podcast is the the anticipation or the hate for Suicide Squad. I, it's like I, I am anticipate like I'm so excited because like Jared Leto and Marco Robbie and Will Smith and all these cool people like good actors. Uh, I hope and, it's good, like, you guys. I just think that those shoes that she has on are hideous. You're incorrect, just, uh, madam. Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, there's a little too much white going on in the costume. If they had just gone with red and blue and no white or red and black like she normally is, I think it would have been fine. But again, she looks like the fourth and she makes me mock real bad. I don't think they could have done like the original Bruce Tim costume, but they could have done like a variation of like the new 52 or something. Yeah, luckily they. I I heard something that there. That's not her only costume. That she's gonna have multiple costumes in the movie. So I'm kind of hoping they like throw it back to the original, you know, red and black jumpsuit. But we'll see. I mean, what Jenny Jenny's gonna argue, but the thing I'm looking forward to most is I'm a huge Jared Leto fan. So him as the Joker really piqued my interest and then yes me too finally getting to see the joker and harley interact on screen is going to be amazing i think so i that's what i'm excited for and the haters can shut up jenny (laughs) (laughs) now he's selling me out here i said i hope it's good just what i've seen so far looks like a hot topic yeah you are incorrect madam (laughs) oh she's agreeing with her all right let's move on uh, see <laughs> Ashley you and I we get it <laughs> I, I know I got you the sparkly booty shorts just like need to be burned <laughs> oh gosh and the high heel like Chuck Taylor or like Adidas type tennis shoes I, I just don't get it I don't get I it d- I don't either I feel you I feel you girl <laughs> <laughs> give me a long distance high five <laughs> yes Internet high five. (laughs) So, okay, here's a question for you. When you're starting um, to come up with your next costume, one, it appears that a lot of it comes from because of your love for characters. But do you have a specific part of the costume making that you like more? Do you like the searching out the parts? Do you like the actual sewing or making, like, the, the sculptures that go on it? What's your, what's your favorite part of making it? Or the weapons? 
the look um, and, yeah. mm-hmm. you know it's well the way I do my costumes is it's like a good combination of like buying certain pieces or making them so uh, most of my stuff has been kind of 50-50. Like my Spider-Gwen suit, I commissioned from RPC Studios. Uh, my Tinkerbell yep. wings I bought, my Tinkerbell dress I bought. Um, but then there are other things, like Togepi was my first kind of 98% fully made costume by me. And that was, I felt way in over my head. And also because it was an original design. And it was like constantly changing every day. So I think I'm not. I don't know. It's that's a really interesting question. <laughs> um, honestly, like, yeah, like kind of searching out for the parts and pieces that I need. Um, and the wigs. I I really like wigs. I have like seven wigs in my room right now, and I just love wigs. So finding the right wig is always kind of like my favorite part. Like I'm obsessed with Arda wigs. They always seem to have like the perfect thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh you can't you can't doubt a girl with good hair right right like i want to be a blonde so bad and i can't but i've got like four blonde wigs so that's okay <laughs> well when you when you actually like finish the costume the costume and then you're at the, the the con or whatever event you're going to do you take on like it's uh, a weird question. Uh, are do you, I like go into character? Do Do you feel like it? Like when you're in the mm-hmm. costume, like you know, as an actress, like you said, you are. I mean, obviously, there's got to be a little bit of that in there, but you probably feel a little more empowered with this costume on. Oh, definitely. Like when I'm, I mean, when I'm just like walking around and I like see people, I'm like myself. Um, because actually, a big part of acting, you know, it's not about trying to be somebody else or being fake. Acting is a lot about being truthful to yourself in given circumstances and situations. So I, when I'm, you know, in my acting part of life, um, I, I find pieces of myself that go with the character and I find myself in the character. So that's, and that's another reason why I, I cosplay as characters that I identify with so much because it's easier for me to feel comfortable wearing the costume. Mm-hmm. So, um, cause there, there are people who will walk around the cons in like character 24 seven and they'll kind of like say things like to another character, like Deadpool's. Oh, they Deadpool's like to are the worst. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> against people that like cosplay as Deadpool, but so many of them just are such dicks when they're at cons. Cause they think that that costume lets them get away with stuff. Yeah, it it's really uncomfortable. I feel bad for my friend um Sonic Spider-Man. It seems like every time I'm with him, he's getting attacked by Deadpools. And uh. he's like, "Why does this happen to me?" And I'm like, "I wish I knew. I am sorry. Because I Deadpool cannot protect you much." <laughs> but um and there have been other things where, you know, my boyfriend was in um, Arrow, and at the beginning of every Arrow episode, he's like, "My name is Oliver Queen. I was stranded on an island for five years." And so, <laughs> someone walked by me and my boyfriend uh, at WonderCon, and some guy was like, "Okay, we get it. Your name is Oliver Queen. You don't have to say it at the beginning of every episode." And my boyfriend, it, <laughs> this was his first convention. This, this is his first convention, and he didn't understand that like people will like say things to your character, not to you. So right. he immediately, wow. that seems yeah, weird. he immediately. <laughs> Yeah, so he it is, really, it's, like was about to like lash out on this guy, and I had to it's like totally weird like yell really quick. I was like, "He's taking it to your character, not you. He's he's in char- he's in character. <laughs> Don't do anything. It's a convention. People are weird. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> it's it's really interesting because then yeah. what was it? I was oh when I was Batgirl, a Joker came up to me and was like, "Hey, I thought I shot you." And I was like, oh, too soon, man. Too oh. Soon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, do people actually that's, Well, that's oh, always the thing I that's always the thing I find is like when I go out as Batman to like a, a charity event, people go, Oh, where's Robin? Well, you know, someone has to stay home and make sure Gotham City is safe. How did you get here? Exactly. I yeah, flew what? in the bat plane. Well, where is it? It's at the airport. Well, how did you get here from the airport? I took a taxi. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. that kind of Kids, thing. Yeah, people, 
like certain people and really kids like to do that stuff because I also Mm -hmm. do, um, you know, kids parties and events Mm -hmm. on the side as well. Like, you know, the princess party companies. I actually worked for one for a while. So I did Tinkerbell for a -A Make-A-Wish event and all of the Mm -hmm. kids were like, well, can you fly for us? Like, why won't you fly? Mm -hmm. And I had to come up with all these excuses like, oh, do you see how this... Yeah, that's why I've never done like Superman because I don't want to go somewhere and have a kid be like, why don't you just take off and fly? It's because it's like I don't want to come up with a reason that Superman just won't take off and fly for a bunch of kids. So <laughs> <laughs> I know it's it's really difficult, but luckily, you know, when you do it long enough, especially with like the Disney mm-hmm. characters, um, yeah. it's a little easier because you can make up pretty ridiculous stuff like Oh, right. the ceiling's too low, and I'm gonna run into some chandeliers if I fly. And then, I'm gonna hit, and then you just kind of ramble <laughs> yeah. to get the kids to like stop asking you. It's yep. really great. See, yeah, <laughs> so, one thing I always run into is not so much it, it's not so much kids asking those questions as much as like tween type people, like 12, 13, uh, 14 year olds, and it's like, oh yeah. my goodness, could you please just leave? But um and then the other thing yeah. just going back to something you were saying earlier like with the with the um like when the people got out of the sports event like one thing I've always found is when I go out um I generally do Batman and just women love Batman and they're always like making comments that you're like what do I say to this like ooh Batman can I see what's under your cape and it's like <laughs> uh what do I do now, you know, coming up with, because it's just an awkward situation to have people coming up to you and thinking it's okay that because you're in a mask and they can't see what your face is, that they can just say kind of very suggestive things to you. And that is, that is literally why we have cosplay is not consent. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And honestly, like at a convention, if someone's getting really weird or they're saying some weird mm-hmm. things, I'll just be like, bro, like, stop it. Like, take it down yeah. a notch. I'm a person. Like, Absolutely. Like, I'm not actually Tinkerbell. Like, calm down. <laughs> right. It's, yeah, it's, it's a very interesting um, kind of juxtaposition to be like, oh, you want to stay in character and you want to be as convincing as possible. But at the same time, like, knowing your rights is like, our person mm-hmm. and not letting people, you know, make yeah. you feel that uncomfortable or like heckle you. And yeah, there's just a point with cosplay or dressing up where you just got to like stand your ground and be like, okay, you got to mm-hmm. stop. Like this, this isn't funny anymore. Right. And the other thing that always makes me kind of excited, but also, you know, is um, that a lot of people, need to start taking into consideration is people with all kinds of different body types like to cosplay and they're Mm -hmm. not always going to look like the most super heroic person in the world. And, you know, I love it. I'm like, you go, you get out there and you dress like your favorite character and you feel confident about yourself. But then, you know, people need to understand that you can't just say, oh, look at, you know, fat Spider-Man over there. Ha ha ha, fat Spider-Man. It's like, well, he's having a good time. Leave him alone. Like, why? Why are you being out there, yeah, like, picking on it's Fat Spider-Man? It's not a contest. Like, unless right, you're exactly. in a masquerade or you in, know a cosplay contest, unless you're actually competing right. for the quality of your costume and how you make mm-hmm. it in the craftsmanship, it's not a competition. We're not we're not here to try better than anybody else. Like, I've never exactly. felt that ever. Well, let's transition kind of away from. The negative side so much. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just and, uh, <laughs> no, it's okay. That's important to talk about. Absolutely. It was right. something I wanted to highlight. And I'm glad you yeah. brought it up too, Matt, because it's not just the women that get that kind of attention. Uh, oh, 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 not at all. And it's definitely something <laughs> that I just was like, yeah. And, you know, everybody always thinks of the women and definitely they they have it way harder than men. But it's the same deal, ladies. Don't assume that Batman wants you coming up and reaching behind his cape and grabbing his butt or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's just a it's just a general thing. Like, don't yeah. do things to people that you wouldn't want done to yourself. You know. Perfect. <laughs> uh, what do you have? 
uh, go, going more positive again. Uh, do you have like a yeah. favorite a favorite cosplay that you have already completed, or is it too hard to pick? Like, it's your favorite child. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much like picking a favorite child. Um, I mean, there could be like you know what's your most comfortable, which would surprisingly be like Spider Gwen. That's actually mm. one of my like most comfy costumes. I can kind of just throw it on, throw on a wig, and I'm done. Um, but then there's other things where it's like Harley Quinn. You know, uh, for photo shoots or videos, like being the character is like super fun for me because it's a really great character to be. Um, but I I love each one so dearly. I can't choose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you have Do you have a favorite uh, moment at a con that you've experienced yet? Like uh, with with a kid or somebody you know really really uh, attaching to your costume and saying you know praising you for it or any kind of moment. Um, there have been, there have been a couple moments. Um, I remember specifically at Comic-Con this year, I was in my bombshell Harley and this little girl in like, kind of like a Harley Quinn inspired tutu. She's got her pigtails in. She's adorable. She just comes running up to me. And, you know, normally like in my real life, I'm not very good with kids. Um, I do deal with them a lot in like, um, performing or, um, with cosplays. So I wasn't really sure how this was going to go, <laughs> but the little girl came up to me and she was just like, Oh my gosh, you're dressed like me. And she was just obsessed. And her parents like came up to us and I like sat down on the floor in the middle of Comic-Con and you guys know how crazy busy it is and how many people are in yeah. the exhibition yeah. hall. I just sit down in the middle of the floor and I'm just like talking with this little girl and she's like, <laughs> And I'm like half talking with her, half talking with her parents and her parents were telling me like, you know, she's been too shy to talk to any other Harley Quinn cosplayers. You're the first one that she's like ran to and like wanted to talk to. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was just it was a very like heartfelt moment. It was yeah. just very sweet. Harley, um, Harley Quinn seems like a weird choice for a little kid. You know, you would think, bit. but it seemed like she had really cool parents. Like, sure. Yeah. They had their own cosplays going on. Oh, but, okay. Um, you know, it was probably, you know how kids, like, yeah. they, they color associate, they see red and black and blonde hair, and they're like, that's the character that I like. Yeah. Or mommy and daddy really like think, it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, you know, people, it's really cute. Kids will see um, Daenerys cosplayers, you know, the blue dress and the blonde hair, and mm-hmm. they'll go, oh, my God, it's Elsa. <laughs> um, and it's like, you know, like. Yeah, sure, whatever. For five minutes, why universe. not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, I'll be Elsa for five minutes. Cool. Um, but it was just really, it was a really heartfelt moment. And it was really nice because I don't often get those chances a lot. And then there was a woman and her daughter at, and it was an older daughter. I think she was about like 10 or 11. And they came up to me at Kamikaze this year and they were like you know we follow you on all your stuff and we were so nervous to talk to you we weren't sure like you know what you were going to be like if you would even give us the time of day I was like oh my god no like please talk to me I like friends (laughs) like I'm a nice person I promise and they were like you're just like so nice and they were just like praising me for my really nice personality so that was that was awesome (laughs) um just you know, having people being like, I was really scared, but you're so nice. And now I'm not so scared anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I did <laughs> well, not I ever mean, expect to hear so that. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm a grown adult and I would be intimidated to walk up to your Batgirl or your Spider Gwen or. <laughs> no, yep. never. I try and be like so friendly and like open with my followers because I want them to like come up to me and say like, oh, my God, I follow you on Instagram because I have stickers. I have stickers when people say they know me. Oh, like wow. I will give you a sticker if you come up to me and it's like, it's my little logo. It's nothing special, but mm-hmm. it's still like a cool thing. Like I want, I want people to like talk to me about, you know, their cosplays and like what they're excited mm-hmm. for because you know, it's a, it's a community and it shouldn't be like, you know, there's like certain God tiers of cosplay and like, oh, I can't talk to this cosplayer because she has this many followers. It's like, oh, that's yeah. not a thing. That's not a thing. Like, when, why is why is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you find it? Here's a question for you. Do you find it like cool too? like when you show up at a con, if there's other people in the same kind of universe as you, like if it's, you know, you're a yes. DC character, and other DC characters gravitate towards you and you kind of oh, yeah. do 
do you make kind of packs like that and does it continue on to other other conventions or is it kind of random yeah i actually did at anime uh, small meetup and i was in my box shop harley quinn and Mm -hmm. they were doing their own kind of thing and i could tell it was like a close-knit group of friends so i wasn't gonna intrude with um some photographers it was just like a really cool area so yeah. uh eventually they came up to me and they were like oh my god like will you be in our group picture we don't have a harley quinn and they, they're <laughs> just like the coolest people and we all follow each other now and when i started doing batgirl they were like oh my god when are you doing this we're gonna do batman and red hood and all this stuff at, at kamikaze this day and so we had a like bat family and it was so cool. <laughs> I was like, I got a bat fam. Yeah, it's awesome when they do the big like we're having all the DC people meet over here now so we can get a great big mm-hmm. DC shot and the you know the Marvel shots and everything. Um I did have one thing that I just wanted to bring up. Like I already talked about a couple of my favorite resources. Like I like the RPF, I like the uh, Brotherhood of the Bat and um I always, when people you know are interested, I kind of tell them about those places. Where would you point people that are kind of looking to get into cosplay? What are some of your favorite resources to go to to look for parts? And if somebody was like, I, you know, I really want to do this, you know, where would you say I should get started? Where would you point them? It depends on like what nature you're looking for. So like if someone wanted to do Spider Gwen or Spider Man, I'd I'd refer them to RPC Studios, who did my suit. Um, you know. Oh yeah. If, yeah, RPC if they want it, yeah, they're real good. <laughs> they're legit. I actually like the first suit I got from them. Um, something happened and it didn't fit me at all. But the second suit they sent me was immaculate. It fits me like a glove. I feel so awesome in it. Um, and the, the quality of work is like, it's expensive, it's an investment, mm-hmm. but it's so worth it. It's going to last you a long yeah. time if you, if you treat it right. Yeah. Um, yep. but honestly, that's the th- my, yeah. Hmm? Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, that's the thing that other, that's the other thing people need to know kind of getting in is that it is expensive. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. an investment. Like cosplay, cosplay is expensive. Like it's not a, it's not a cheap hobby. Just like, just like nope. the photographers we work with at conventions, you know, they spend thousands of dollars on lenses and equipment and, um, mm-hmm. and strobe lights. Um, and it's their hobby. Like none of us are getting paid for this. Like it's literally just right. for fun. Like we, a, a good amount of us do right. not make any kind of profit. Like yep. if I, I, I sold like two prints at a, at a very small convention, I made like, 30 bucks but that's like cool that that's amazing like i i actually made Mm -hmm. some money off of selling prints but um but yeah my other um my other suggestion is looking for easy pieces on like amazon or going to thrift stores like my batgirl was um a leotard i got on amazon it was a pair of leggings i already had i found some boot Mm -hmm. covers from a really cool etsy store and it was just, and again, it was a lot of things I already had. Like I happened right. to have, um, old school, like Batman gloves with the gauntlets from like an old Halloween costume. I cut the gloves off of those mm-hmm. and I, um, I altered the gauntlets so that they fit me better and it just kind of all worked out really well. So it's, it's, it's a lot about like utilizing what you know, what you have and learning new things too. Awesome. Cool. Well, one one last or two last questions, and then we're gonna let you go. Um, what <laughs> what uh, what future plans do you have? Are you working on one uh, a new cosplay now that you can't really talk about, or is there... um my I've been wanting to do this one for a while, and I'm like really stoked to start working on it. I'm gonna do White Canary from uh, Legends Ooh, of Tomorrow. Nice. Um, yeah, because cool. I love Sarah Lance's Black Canary. Um, in Arrow, and... it's the better of the two. So, yeah. Way better than really Laurel. Liked... <laughs> Laurel. Sorry, sorry Katie awful. Cassidy. Like, I'm sure you're a great person, but Laurel, no. She She's a really cool person, no. but yes, I can't stay on the character. Yeah, and my poor boyfriend is just, he keeps trying to be like, she's getting better. That's what like, I've been she's saying. She's a better fighter now. 
like no like there's there's no coming back from you know all the issues she had in like the first three seasons like we can't yeah we can't get over that um, she's not a better so, yeah. character though <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's it's, trying the, the, she's she's trying you anyway. know she's she's just going for it but yeah white canary is gonna be kind of my biggest project to date that i can talk about um cool but i'm super stoked i'm gonna try and make it you know 100 like from scratch and that's something i haven't done yet so i've got like all these patterns um my friend my friend uh i'm sure you've probably seen her stuff she's all over my page too um hendo art uh, we went crazy at a Joann's one night because they were having a dollar sale on patterns. <laughs> and we were just, we were in cosplayer heaven. We we're like, oh my God, I want like a, uh, this Galadriel pattern and the Sailor Moon pattern. And uh, I guess I can, I'm going to use a corset pattern. Like, we just spent so much time at this Joann's looking for patterns. And it was so much fun. Awesome. So I've got a huge pile of patterns. And I'm like, I can use all of these for White Canary if my sewing machine allows because i have a really bad sewing machine <laughs> all right do you have any appearances that you'd like to to plug that are you have lined up or um i guess the next big thing in my area is gonna be um anime los angeles in at the ontario convention center by the airport <laughs> okay i'm not entirely sure I'm, i haven't been to this convention yet um so this will be kind of like a whole new thing for me um since it's getting close to like the 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 one year that i started to like take it seriously and go to conventions more mm-hmm. um i i usually try and announce it a good amount of time before um because there are a lot of and it feels like in in socal there's a lot of last like smaller cons like pretty much every other weekend like you'll randomly get a facebook invite mm-hmm. like oh japan anime convention is happening on this random weekend and you're like uh, okay i'm not working cool i'll go um but yeah the next big one is going to be ala and i've got a few really cool groups going on for that um so i guess the other project i can talk about is um we're gonna have a big avatar group avatar last airbender oh cool yeah so i got dibs on toff and i'm so stoked because <laughs> i am a short little angry girl I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna take on that character real well. <laughs> well, that's appropriate then. There you go. Okay, so and anybody that's listening, how can they find you on Twitter, Instagram? Yeah, I I got I got lots of things. Um, Instagram is where I'm at most. It is at Lost Weasley Child. Facebook is Lost Weasley Child Cosplay. Uh, Twitter is gonna be Lost Weasley Kid. That's also my Snapchat. If you want to see me making derpy photos with my <laughs> cats, um, um, what else? Uh, I'm on Periscope as well. That's where I do live updates from conventions and stuff. Um, that is uh, Lost Weasley Kid as well. Um, okay. we'll a lot it. of things don't. They don't have enough letters for Lost Weasley Child. It's like two letters too short. And I'm like, well, I'm not lost to Weasley Chai. So I got to figure out what to put instead. Mm. <laughs> so I'm always kind of like, wait, which one is kid and which one is child? Okay. Like, what let me do child? Um, what else? I just started YouTube. Yeah. It's not that big right now, but it's lost to Weasley Child cosplay. Um, I just had like a QA. and um, I'm going to try and put video up from when I went to BlizzCon and got like behind the scenes footage. Uh, so that'll be up eventually. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all my stuff. Like, okay. Come join me on my Strange Adventures. In we'll have, yeah, we'll have links to all of this in our show notes, so anybody that wants to can easily find you. And uh, yes. I know right now you have a, a, a contest going for a print or two. Um, this, I do. This episode won't come out till December 8th. Is it still going to be going then, or is it going to be over by then? You know, I'm announcing the winner when I hit 10,000. Okay. Um, So go for it. I don't know why. I don't know why I decided to do that. I mean, maybe, maybe it'll still be going on depending on come around. But um, yeah, if you enter on Instagram, you have a choice. uh, Like if you're chosen on Instagram, you can choose any and all, you can get one print out of all of my cosplay photos and I'll send it to you as a 12 by 18 print signed by me. Uh, If you enter on Facebook or Twitter, you'll get a, a uh, 12 by 18 uh, comic book Black Canary print uh, oh. signed by me as well. So those are those are pretty pretty good deals, I guess. Absolutely, <laughs> just 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 for hanging out with you on Instagram and Twitter. 
Yeah, definitely. Like I like <laughs> doing like cool, fun things. And also, um, I believe maybe maybe by the time this comes out, he'll announce it, but I'm not entirely sure. But um, the the feature page that I'm associated with, um, cosplay and comics. Um, I'm a page model for them. They're going to be doing a contest, and they'll announce the winners when they hit a hundred thousand. So that'll have a bunch of prints from all of the page models that are associated with the page. So there'll be a print of me in there too. <laughs> there you go. And that's it. That's our interview with Ashley. Uh, you can find all of her awesome details and Instagram and Twitter and all that good stuff in the show notes, uh, or just hit the back button a couple times on your iPhone and she'll say them all again. It's, it's as easy as that. Uh, yeah. So she had some cool stuff, stuff I've never really even thought to think about as far as cosplay goes. I'm talking to myself, apparently. No, 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 no. <laughs> that, was, that was insert Jenny's reaction time. Jenny's reaction time is delayed. Um, no, no, it was great. It's, it's cool to, like, especially someone, like, I go to a lot of these, and there's always this nervousness about approaching a cosplayer or getting their photos, and am I doing it the right way, or do I need to do it some other way? Her, the way she comes off in that interview is so welcoming that I don't have that hesitation, you know, feeling because mm-hmm. if they're a fraction of hers, then it's to- of her personality, and then you're totally fine. You know, she was great. Yeah, it seems like pretty clear. I mean, all of her inspiration and wanting to do this is it's a passion. So it's not like there are the the cosplay quote unquote models that are just they're you know they see a way to make a buck. They can sell their prints to, you know, uh, you know, I'll put it there, horny guys because they're wearing like a, a scantily clad Harley or Black Widow or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, but there are the the majority that are doing it because they love what they're doing. They love making the costume. They love portraying this character that they have a uh, an emotional attachment to, like she said, with with Batgirl or with with any character that she does. Um, and that's that's nice to see where it's not just all about making a buck. And they're just doing it because they love it. Word. <laughs> uh, Matt obviously is not here, but he was also on the podcast at from two broke geeks. Again, you can find them on iTunes, leave them a review, subscribe to them, follow them on Twitter at the number two BG pod and give them a listen. There's some fun guys there. Um, Jenny, what is your favorite book right now? My favorite book right now, um, Bats of the Republic. Okay. I bet that that's on Audible. It is. Okay, good. Good. It is. I'm not (laughs) listening to the audio on that one, which I probably should, but there are a lot of really, really good audio books. If you want something completely silly, you can totally do the Iron Druid series. I'm almost done with it. I'm on book seven, and... It's just a good time. And the actor that reads it is awesome. Oh, there you go. Iron Druid series. Uh, if you go to audibletrial.com slash atomic geekdom, you can get the first book in that series for absolutely free and a 30 day free trial. Uh, you can listen to that on your iPhones, your Android phones, your Kindles, your iPads, all that good junk. And or, you'd fall in love with Atticus Sullivan. Sure. That guy. Just saying. Just saying. She's just saying. She's saying. Yeah, so audibletrial.com slash atomicgeekdom helps us, and then it helps you because you get free stuff, and then you get to educate yourself with a bigger vocabulary because you're hearing words that you might not have known before. And you can be like, oh, that's how you say kernel, because I don't know how to spell that word. There's an L, there's no R, like what? Anyway. Um, oh, dark dinosaurs. <laughs> You can help support us also by buying a t-shirt. We got t-shirts on the website. Help us out. Go to topicgeekdom.com. There's a store button. Just click there. Buy a t-shirt. I'll send it to you and it'll sell, smell nice and clean like a brand new shirt should. No? All right. I thought that would be appealing. Anyway, you can follow us on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom and tell me how lame I am. And you can follow Jenny at... Robbie Art. And tell her how much she's not a Geekosaurus, apparently, or Dorkosaurus. I, I rule... She yeah, apparently. no, you you are you are slowly raising in the ranks of Dorcasaurus Kingdom. I want to make it to Dor- Dorcasaurus Rex. That's 
where I want to be. Dorkasaurus Rex is a good one. Uh, you can email us, info at atomicgeekdom.com. Let us know what we should be reading, watching, talking about, debating, all that good stuff. we got some good shows planned for you coming up. We're going to preview this little indie movie called Star Wars. It's coming soon. You might, dun, not, dun, dun, you might not have heard dun, that one. Dun. That's sorry. That's Star song. Trek. <laughs> <laughs> That's Superman, actually. <laughs> weird uh you can head over i have to do one like crossover every episode like i gotta get the marvel and the dc mixed up the superman and the star wars mixed up yeah that's how i roll apparently yeah weird um you can also go to the website timekeeping.com you can check out my review of the entire jessica jones series i mean marvel's jessica jones series that's up there now there is a nice little piece about why you should still love Superman by Matt from Two Broke Geeks. That's on the website as well. Uh, you can check that out. Also, all of our good news and headlines and all of our podcasts are at AtomicGeekdom.com. Check it out. Tell your friends. Subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook. Google Plus, Instagram, Stitcher. Leave us a review on iTunes. Help us climb the, the Geekosaurus ranks on iTunes. Or the Dorkosaurus ranks. I, I'm, I, the Geekosaurus is a good one. That yeah. will be that will be the group phylum of it all. <laughs> Back to phylums. We can't get a podcast <laughs> with you without talking about insect families. And <laughs> All right. That's yeah. our show this week. I am, of course, as always, going to let Jenny have the last word. And it is... Woohoo!